Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Making a video game is a hard process. There's so many things that can go wrong, and even when you do get things cobbled together on the disc, there are some edits that might need to be made at the very last moments. Now, some cuts are understandable, but the ones that we're going to detail today, less so. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video game cuts made for ridiculous reasons. Number 10. The NBA asked Midway to remove playable Mortal Kombat characters. NBA Jam Tournament Edition The earliest arcade editions of NBA Jam Tournament Edition saw developers Midway include characters from their ultra-violent beat-em-up series Mortal Kombat, such as Raiden, Reptile, Scorpion, and Sub-Zero. But it didn't take long for the NBA to learn of this and request that the four characters, along with extra other playable characters such as the Grim Reaper and King Kong, be removed from the game. It seems that the NBA didn't have much of a sense of humour where their brand was concerned, preferring not to have their lucrative players associated with fictional characters who rip out spines for fun. And so Midway, understandably unwilling to throw away a coveted NBA contract or perhaps even risk a lawsuit, had no choice but to comply, not only removing the characters from all subsequent console ports, but even updating every arcade cabinet out in the wild. As a result, the characters can only be accessed today through playing an emulated version of the original arcade game, or being one of the precious few to own an unmodified arcade cabinet. Though it goes without saying that Mortal Kombat was extremely controversial in the mid-90s, the NBA's humorless approach was a total overstep. Number 9. A snowball fight had tonal issues. Uncharted 4 A Thief's End Shortly after the release of Uncharted 4, the game's director Neil Druckmann spoke out about various elements that were cut from the game, most of which were dropped for routine understandable reasons, such as technical issues or a simple lack of time to implement them before release. But then there's a cutscene from the thrilling Scotland set portion of the game where players were able to pick up some snow and initiate a snowball fight with Nathan Drake's brother Sam. The scene, which according to Druckmann himself was fully operational, was ultimately pulled from the game because he felt that, tonally, that just felt wrong. Now Druckmann didn't elaborate, but he presumably means that it didn't feel right to insert a light-hearted snowball fight in the middle of a tense, action-packed trek across the Scottish Highlands. It's a bit of a laughable rationale, given that the Uncharted games are often derided for their tonal inconsistency, pinballing from Nate dropping charming quips to slaughtering dozens of anonymous goons on the turn of a dime. It smacks of Druckmann getting a little too precious about things considering the rest of the game is hardly a paragon of tonal buoyancy, but at least the idea was eventually recycled for The Last of Us Part 2, where Ellie can indeed have a snowball fight with some of the local kids. Have at ya! Number 8. 11 Cases Wouldn't Fit Onto The Game Disc L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir is a pretty beefy game as it is, but the original version was significantly beefier still, with Team Bondi co-founder Brendan McNamara confirming shortly after release that almost a dozen cases were cleaved from the final release due to, well,
account storage issues. We had a bunko and burglary desk. Bunko is fraud and burglary is just people robbing houses and stuff. We had 11 full cases for that, which we wrote and did the design for to a certain extent. We even did the art for them too, but it just got to a point where we were never going to fit them onto one Blu-ray. It's a bit of a ridiculous claim considering that while the PS3 version did indeed ship on just a single Blu-ray disc, the Xbox 360 version was already on three DVDs and numerous spoken references to protagonist Cole Phelps's is 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 stint in burglary nevertheless remain in the game. It was believed by many fans that the cases would eventually surface by way of DLC, yet sadly, this never happened. Which, given the obvious fan interest, seems like a total waste. Though McNamara made it clear that the cases weren't fully completed during production, the fact that the scenarios were completed and partially designed means that they absolutely could have been released as DLC at some point. A lack of storage was a fine enough excuse for cut content 20 years ago, but since the PS3 era, not a chance, mate. Number 7. Rare forgot to get permission to include classic Bond actors. GoldenEye 007 GoldenEye 007 may be one of the most influential and iconic FPS games, and say it with me kids, of all time! But it almost was even better, if you can believe that. Rare originally included an all-Bonds modifier in the game's multiplayer mode, allowing all four players to control a different iteration of James Bond, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, and Pierce Brosnan. But the fan-serving feature sadly never saw the light of day, because nobody actually bothered to hash out the legal details before actually implementing the mode. As game director Martin Hollis explained, Nintendo saw the Bond stuff and weren't so effusive about it. We were asked to take out the four Bond mode with Sean Connery. I think they were worried about him getting litigious. Taking the mode out proved all the more baffling given that Connery did in fact lend both his likeness and voice to the From Russia With Love game that came out just a few years later in 2005. Had Rare perhaps laid out their intentions to Nintendo earlier during production and given them time to sort through the legal red tape, all Bonds could have actually been a thing. However, in 2005, coders from the Rare fan site the Rare Witch Project discovered that the legacy Bond models were still contained within the game's code rather than deleted outright, so fans could indeed play once more as many, many Bonds. Number 6. Half the Colossi were cut to improve game flow. Shadow of the Colossus Shadow of the Colossus may well be the ultimate boss rush game, given that the central plot focuses around locating and killing 16 majestic colossi. But Team Ico originally developed the game with double the final colossi count, designing a staggering 32 creatures for the protagonist Wanda to defeat. During development, this number was whittled down to reportedly improve the pacing and game flow, initially to 24 colossi and then to only 16. However, a number of the scrapped creatures, some of which were effectively completed during production, did make it into the game's official art book, such as a fire-covered phoenix, which would need to be lured into a lake, an orangutan-like beast called Saru, and colossi modelled on spiders, worms, and geckos. Though defeating 16 of the creatures still sounds like a lot, Shadow of the Colossus is actually relatively short and pretty snappy, with first-time players able to beat it in around 8 hours. Given that the final game was showered with praise despite its seemingly repetitive gameplay loop, it's safe to say that few would have complained if it ended up being double its final length. Number 5. The Campaign's Third and died for a holiday 2004 release, Halo 2. As much as Halo 2 was near-universally praised for its revolutionary multiplayer suite and bold, multi-perspective campaign, many were nevertheless furious with the story mode's staggeringly abrupt ending. 
Just as the game seems to be ramping up for an epic finale, it just ends suddenly out of nowhere. While fans initially assumed that Bungie were simply stringing players along for the inevitable sequel, the sudden stop was actually a direct result of the game's frantic production. All because Microsoft absolutely had stated that Halo 2 was to be released no later than November 2004 to hoover up those crucial Christmas sales. And so Bungie was forced to cut an entire third act of the campaign, which would have seen Master Chief and the Arbiter team up on Earth to defeat the Prophets. But you know what? This was actually Microsoft being lenient, because originally they wanted to release this game in November 2002, just a year after the first game, and actually held a vote as to whether Bungie should just ship Halo 2 incomplete, prompting Microsoft Studios head Ed Fries to threaten to resign in protest. Halo 2 was obviously a major commercial investment for Microsoft, but publishers who actually care about delivering good art don't take them out of the oven before they're cooked. Would an early 2005 release really have been that bad to get a whole extra third act? Probably not, but alas, we'll never know. Number 4. Capcom decided Dr. Octopus's tentacles were too much work. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Fate of Two Worlds As is relatively commonplace with fighting games, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 ended up cutting a number of combatants from its final roster, including perhaps most enticingly Dr. Frickin' Octopus. Not only was it confirmed that Doc Ock was intended to be in the game, but he was actually really far along in development before he was cut. One of the producers for the game said, Speaking of characters that didn't make the cut, the biggest one of all was a certain enemy of Spider-Man's who has a bunch of arms coming out of his back. He wasn't just a candidate, we worked on him for a very long time. He even has character art and a theme song that we had to cut from the game. As with Dead Rising's Frank West, who was ditched during production, Doc Ock was sent packing due to the difficult, time-consuming nature of implementing his natural movements into the game. Given that his tentacles no doubt required developers to think long and hard about how they would interact with hitboxes, Capcom ultimately decided that it wasn't worth the hassle. Fans, however, clearly think a little differently about this, considering that the character had already been worked on for so long before they opted to throw in the towel. Pretty infuriating. Number 3. The final chapter was a victim of Konami's greed. Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain Though Metal Gear Solid 5 received rave reviews for its best-in-class sandbox gameplay, there was less enthusiasm about its story, which basically stopped dead without a proper resolution. As was revealed on a Blu-ray included in the game's collector's edition, a planned third chapter was eliminated during development, which was a 51st chapter called Kingdom of the Flies, where Venom Snake would have a huge showdown on an island in a grandiose over-the-top mech versus man boss battle. The mission was never completed though due to tensions between Konami and creator Hideo Kojima, with the publisher feeling that Kojima had spent far too long developing this game and eventually decided to just simply release Metal Gear Solid 5 in September 2015 without injecting any more money into it. While publishers of course have books to balance and profit margins to think about, this really spoke to a wider shift in Konami's business strategy, where they were moving away from home console games and towards casino and mobile gaming. By the end of its development, Metal Gear Solid 5 was basically just something that Konami had to get out of the way, and so rather than sink extra resources into a game which had no risk of being a commercial failure, they just forced Kojima to put out an unfinished product. Boo. The crowd hates that. Boo. Number 2. Naughty Dog thought one level was too bloody difficult. Crash Bandicoot The original 1996 Crash Bandicoot remains one of the most intensely challenging platformers of its era, without even getting into the fact that the developer's Naughty Dog actually cut a level from the original game, which we all know now as being Stormy Ascent. Now, Stormy Ascent wasn't cut because of time constraints or technical difficulties, but because the developers simply felt it was too bloody difficult. Effectively being a more brutally punishing version of the level's slippery climb, it was initially only available 
examples of players who used a GameShark cheat device to break into the game's code. Now, this is a rare case where fans were eventually given a legit way to play the cut material. As Stormy Ascent was released as DLC for 2017's Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy Remake, some 21 years after players were first deprived of it. Even so, It's Too Hard is rarely a good reason for cutting content, especially given the masochistic tendencies of the Crash Bandicoot fanbase. I mean, God, have you tried to do any of those Platinum Relic runs? I'd rather eat my own face with a fork. And number one, Story DLC was ditched for GTA Online. Grand Theft Auto 5. Given that Grand Theft Auto 4 released two story DLC packs, The Lost and the Damned and The Ballad of Gay Tony, and Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption followed suit with its much-loved Undead Nightmare DLC, it was pretty fair to expect that GTA 5 would similarly offer some single-player love. But despite the game recently passing a mind-melting 140 million copies sold, Rockstar never bothered to release any story DLC whatsoever, no matter that it boasted arguably some of the series' greatest characters and the clear demand being there. And the reason for this? Well, it's Grand Theft Auto Online. Despite its rocky launch, GTA 5's multiplayer component quickly flourished and became a massive commercial success for Rockstar, generating over $500 million for the company in 2019 alone thanks to microtransactions. Though Rockstar never explicitly promised story DLC for GTA 5, data miners eventually discovered evidence of a zombie apocalypse-themed DLC and also one centered around co-protagonist Trevor, neither of which came to pass. Rockstar's official party line is that GTA Online sucked up a lot of the resources. Though it doesn't take much reading between the lines to assert that Rockstar realized that they could maximize profits by focusing their development efforts on GTA Online. As such, it's little surprise that GTA Online has been festooned with DLC updates over the years, while much like GTA 5, Red Dead Redemption 2 was recently confirmed to be receiving no story DLC whatsoever, and we're still waiting for a GTA 6 announcement. Look, massive profits are great and all, but would it actually kill Rockstar to devote a little more time to that which actually made them filthy rich in the first place? You know, character-driven stories? No, just us, apparently. Brilliant. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.